Jared, I heard that you were Ryan Gosling. In a past life, yeah. Yeah. Wait. Yes. Actually, joining us in the studio today <clears throat> is Ryan Gosling. We thought it was Jared Barr at first because they look so similar, but actually it was it was Ryan Gosling the whole time. Hey guys, I'm Ryan. I have a kind of a whiny uh, voice. Do you understand? You little brat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not sure where to go with a bit from there. Do you understand? But... <laughs> We're recording. <laughs> I didn't realize it. You have five minutes. Anything inside Welcome this time? to the Movie Vault. My name is Ben Stanhope. Oh, my cue. My name is Zach. And my name is Lee Jared. Wald. Bar. <laughs> this is going great. And uh, today we're reviewing Drive. Cool movie, Drive. Really, the play for this podcast would have been to like try to say the least words possible. But for a, an audio, like uh, a medium that relies on audio only, that is very difficult to hold the listener's attention. So instead, we're, we'll do lots of moments of silence. <laughs> including right now. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, dead air, lots, dead lots air on radio is really lots bad. of long, awkward pauses. Okay, so, <laughs> like that one. So for as long as we can actually muster. So this movie was released in 2011. It was directed by Danish director Nicholas Winding Refn, uh, and it stars Ryan Gosling, Carey Mulligan, uh, Brian Cranston. Ron Perlman, Oscar Isaac, Albert Brooks, and Christina Hendricks. This movie was made on a fifteen million dollar budget and made eighty million in the box office. I didn't wait. I'm, really? I'm actually kind of surprised. I by thought that. it was like at least two thousand dollars they used <laughs> to make this movie. Like I probably could have done the same thing. No, you know what? Never mind. Well, the cameras. I, I will say it seemed like the the film quality was pretty high in terms of like the uh, the cameras. But yeah, it was. It didn't seem like it was that. I mean, most of that budget was probably Ryan Gosling, right? <laughs> yeah, they probably paid him like you're seven gonna, and a half. Pay me eighty percent of this revenue. Do you understand? Or it was like I, I feel like the play for these type of actors though is that like they got to be in an art house movie to prove their acting chops to everyone after being in like the Notebook for I don't know how many years. Young Hercules or whatever it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he's like sixteen years old, stomping on pterodactyls. <laughs> yes, he has to prove his acting chops beyond that. Although I don't think I think Brian Cranston didn't have to prove anything. He'd already no. done the first season of Breaking Bra- Bad. Brian Cranston, I have no idea why he was in this. And movie. Oscar Isaac, he was kind of he's kind of newer. Yeah, to I, the big screen, right? Yeah, this was a this was a probably a, a breakout role that helped him. Honestly, Carrie Mulligan, I don't know that she had been in anything that re- really big, or really has been in anything that big since. Other than she's in Wildlife, I know. Is that that's the love interest? Yeah, yeah, I've never seen her before. She well, she was in Pride and Prejudice. That's, she was she looked very young, like very young, like let's fourteen. Do the math. No, no, she looked fourteen to me. I've I seen don't. a lot of fourteen-year-olds that look. She's thirty-six, so she would have been. Don't uh, say fourteen. Twenty-five. Yeah, she looked eleven I years mean, younger. I think. <laughs> she's. I disagree with you. I don't think she looked that young. <laughs> I think she did. She looked like she well, was Kylie Jenner's. She did meet her husband husband. when she was seventeen, which is a little creepy. No, that's fine. I, I mean, how old is your husband? Okay, he was 40? like twenty, right? So that's not that bad. But it was illegal, as it we know. Illegal. It's not illegal to talk to people and meet people. Yes, it is. It's illegal. <laughs> well, listen. You know, we don't have to get into this. Yeah, I'll you, if this you know it's time. illegal, I mean, you you know, you know it's wrong. If you have to ask if it's illegal, then <laughs> there are clearly defined laws around this for a reason. Yes. 
Uh, so anyway, to get into sort of the plot of the movie. <laughs> Off that note. Um, and now, brief moment to pause to set the mood. Okay. Ryan Gosling is a getaway driver. You have five minutes. He's literally me. He's your, He's yours in those five minutes. You can do anything you want. With, okay, not anything you want, but anything. he will drive you anywhere. And if you get in, if you get back to his car within five minutes. I wonder if he's ever done contracts with like people who just want like a DoorDash. You know? <laughs> hey man, can you like drive me to McDonald's and back? He's like, I'll, I'll, I'll split minutes. the profits with you. He's like. I'll, I'll take one uh, Big Mac and three chicken nuggets and not one more. Anything outside <laughs> that window, you're on your own. <laughs> you're on your own. He's like pal. waiting in a line of people at McDonald's and he pulls up to the window and it's like 5.01. He's like, right, I'm out. And he doesn't pay. He just storms off. Yeah. Or he's sitting outside and he watches as and McDonald's employees shoots the the guy the DoorDash guy with a twelve gauge shotgun like <laughs> through the back three times that that would be a little can uh, either die that way or eat a fish fillet that's what I say those things are gross either way it'd kill you yeah that's, that's true. poison one's just a faster death the, the fish, fish fillet, fillet. <laughs> <laughs> this this podcast is brought to you and sponsored by McDonald's. Wendy's uh oh actually Wendy's headquarters is like twenty minutes from here so we should go on we location reveal on Mr. Windy, we'd like a proposition with you. We His name's like, Dave. Is it true? Yeah, yeah Dave. He's Dave, Dave, Dave Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, um, Wendy Thomas is. Well, I don't know if her last name's Thomas anymore, but what, her name's actually Wendy. She's still she's still around, I think. She does not look like the picture, though. No freckles. No freckles. No hair. <laughs> yeah, she, well, I think she has hair. I'm thoroughly depressed. Thanks for ruining my world. <laughs> My Wendy's ology is uh, well, yeah. <laughs> thrown out the window. <laughs> anyway, I don't think we mentioned this like directly, but Jared, we say he looks like Ryan Gosling, but we're actually not joking. He's actually wearing the jacket from the movie currently. I wish we were videoing this. <laughs> we should get, we should post this on our Instagram, his jacket. Um, yeah. So we stay- actually should, because it's, he went all out. Yeah. Uh, it's the only time I'm going to wear this. I, I am throwing it in the garbage as soon as this podcast is over. I hate it. I mean, he literally got... His jacket and plastic surgery just for today. <laughs> I looked like Gary Coleman before, and I looked like Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I was a good surgeon. <laughs> Gary Coleman is. I'm trying to. I was like, who? Is? He's a short dude. <laughs> wow. So we got. The, so they got some ligament surgery too. <laughs> yeah. Inserted an entire. Wait, do uh, they do that? Bone marrow. Melanin do replacement. Do they do surgery like that? Like where you can get taller. They, they do, but it's like you can't get that much taller. I don't think. Like okay. it's only like a couple inches. Like a stretcher. But this it put, could be a real difference for those five eleven kings who want to be six one. Oh Ben, shut up. And you, Jared. For, there's hope for you guys out there. You, the difference between me and a five eleven guy is like a, an immense chasm. Yeah. You, you could reach the tall the tall shelves. And yeah. Are attractive in the eyes of women. But uh, if you're one inch shorter of six foot, you are nothing. You are dead. And you desolate. have to lie your whole life about being. You're six a foot. leper. You are. You are someone who someone will settle with one day. Yeah. You better get used to that. So enjoy getting married at 35. So that means you'll have to settle too. Why is that? Because you'll both have to settle with each other. Because there ain't no way you're getting the better one. <laughs> it's true. Well, yeah, it's true. If you're 5'11", the only hope in life you have is at least a divorcee with three children. So, just putting that The cruel reality. The cruel reality of life. Or you could become like this guy, and you could be a massive simp, which is what this movie is all about. (laughs) He's not a... Okay. 
Yeah. I mean, no. but he does it on his terms. Yeah, that's true. He does. Yeah. I mean, it's very noble. It's not. You're not a simp if there's actual chemistry and it's working out for you. That's true. Yeah. He, he nah, literally. He, he literally got her to commit adultery. So. Oh, I mean, wow! Win for him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he kissed her on the elevator, and he kind of like. I mean, she she definitely wanted to kiss him, but like he like really initiated that, and then. I mean, we might as well just cut to this part of the movie. Yeah. So, uh, in the middle of the movie, the the highlight of the film is, I would say, the, the most influential shot in the movie, probably. Uh, the one that you think of when you think of this movie. Uh, he kisses Ryan Gosling, who doesn't have a name. He's just called the driver. No, Ryan, Go- he's saying the name yeah. after he, so the verb came at before. Okay. So, Ryan Gosling isn't kissing another person. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they're explaining this to me, but I, I thought they were explaining it to the viewer. But I'm actually the one confused. Yeah. So. Okay. Ryan Gosling kisses kisses Carrie Mulligan's character. <laughs> okay. okay. In the elevator with the pool cue. Okay. This is not, not a murder. This is not a clue. Um. <laughs> so anyway, in the parlor. After this sequence happens, where he passionately kisses her in the elevator. Then he stomps out a dude to death with oh, yeah. his shoe. Well, I mean, just like he just stomps him to death. Honestly, he had the sequence of events correct. Like if he did it the other way around, he is not getting that. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think that's happening. But in order to build to that event, we have to go. We have to backtrack a little and talk about uh, Driver. So I, I just want to say before, like respect to that dude, like homeboy in there, let him have his moment before he got his, before he got brained by the the cuff of his boot. I yeah. mean, he, I would I wouldn't punch someone while they're kissing someone though. That's uncomfortable. That's true. Yeah. Why did he wait so long? Like, why did that dude wait so? Because long? it he's was uncomfortable. Old, he's a bro, dude. He bro code, I guess. Yeah, bro code. Get your brain smashed out after you let your homeboy kiss. But like, he drill. was he was a terrible hitman. I mean, didn't he have a gun? He had a and gun. He just let him like he's manhandle like, him, basically. <laughs> Sorry, wrong floor. <laughs> <laughs> Seven minutes later, as they're going down this eternal elevator. How how big do you think the building was? They never actually showed the building. It's pretty pretty tall. It had a parking garage. What was his number? Four. It was like four. So they were they on the fourth floor? Yeah, that's the longest. Four, four. It takes like five seconds to get four stories. Yeah, that's maybe it's like a really old elevator. It could have been a, just an ancient elevator. Huh. Absolutely, atrociously old. Huh. What? I'm just laughing. Just like we're trying to figure out the elevator in the movie. There's so much more to talk about. <laughs> okay, how about I, I explain the beginning? So he falls in love with this girl for like 30 minutes, and I was yeah. bored. But then. I thought this movie was just going to be about that, but then all the bloody stuff happens because, and then that's all. Standard I gets back from prison. So her, he, this woman is married. She's a married woman, but her husband is in jail. She has a name too. That's the thing. I shouldn't just be calling her the woman the whole time. Um, but regardless, uh, she has a son named Benicio, and really this is a, a Andrea and Brock situation. Uh, from Breaking Bad, like the 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 driver, he not only likes the 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 um the mom, I guess you could say, but he also likes uh, he he enjoys the company of the kid, who is just an adorable kid who doesn't know much and is just uh, messing around and just living a good life that a kid should live. 
I wish we had at least three more scenes with Ryan putting Irene. that boy to bed. That's what's her name. Oh, yeah, Irene. Irene. I wish we had three more scenes of him just putting Benicio to bed. It were like like carrying. three full scenes of him. Well, we already have like three full scenes of that kid like falling asleep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was just touching to me. I'm like, oh yeah, dad. Because his his dad is in jail, so he doesn't really have a father figure. So his uh, neighbor steps in, and as good neighbors do, as good neighbors do, <laughs> fills the role of the father and makes your wife commit adultery. Yes. Well, no, he didn't make her. Isn't he this how all adulteries that. happen? Hey, treat your neighbor hey, how you I treat yourself. I watched a good movie called In the Mood for Love. And it's a Hong Kong uh, flick, uh, and it's basically about it's about adultery, but it's nice. about adultery from the perspective of the people who are being cheated on, and they become friends. But great movie, great movie. Anyway, that's we're getting off track though. So uh, <laughs> after after uh, after this happens, so it's all going smoothly. He, they're going on drives. Irene is saying he had such a good time, and just looking at him like, oh man, he's. Like Brian Gosling, he doesn't say anything. He's so hot. Yeah, but like, she was sneaky though. She just wasn't. She just showed up at his place to. Like, that's kind of. I wouldn't like that. You're talking about. Oh, at the, at the yeah. Before they went on Speaking to the creek. Of fathers. The driver has a father himself, who's not his actual father. Ooh, you talking about Cranston? A Walter White situation. Yeah. So it fits the Andrea Brock type thing because he would be the Jesse. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's his face? Brian Cranston uh, plays Shannon, who's a I don't know. He's a mechanic, stunt car driver, yeah. director. He, he walked up when they first met, and you're like, "Boy, we need to drive." <laughs> yeah, there was a line in the movie where it's like, "You just need to drive." <laughs> <laughs> movie title alert. Yeah. He said it. He said it. <laughs> anyway, so and, and somehow. I don't know how this works, but Shannon is connected to the mafia in L.A. through his friend Bernie, who's played by Albert Brooks. Bernie is knows is connected in the mob with this Jewish guy named Nino, who owns a pizza place, and and uh, so they're mob pals. And uh, the, the the idea is that Shannon's starting a racing team, and he wants to get some money, so he goes to the mob to get money. Yeah. Shannon. Gives him the 300K or whatever, and he has a driver. That's the whole thing. They have a driver. The thing that cracks me about this is they did this after they broke the crap out of his pelvis the first time. I think if I lost one pelvis, I'd be like, all right, you know what? I'm this guy's I'm, not my friend. I think like, I'm done dealing with these guys. Well, I'm not going to go in their line of business anymore. Technically, he said that it was Nino's friends who did it. So, like, uh, Nino and Shannon weren't necessarily involved in it, but, like, they didn't also protect him from their business associates so guilty by association I'm yeah not, i'm not i if i was if i was cranston's character if i was shannon i'd stay the heck out of that no i agree with you that was kind of dumb yeah. with him well it seems like the thing is that uh that shannon's character is a little bit desperate like he really he has this like internal drive to do something oh he said it <laughs> successful but he's just had a bad luck like bernie says bad luck his whole life and he feels like this is the thing that can kind of can finally you know lift him off and and he can finally feel like he's achieved what he actually wants to out of life because he it, it was it was kind of out of luck that he got this driver to begin with right so that that's that's what he wants and he, he he's just you know a nice guy it's kind of weird that he's associated with the mob but you know, it is what it is. Everybody has he does help. Uh, he does help uh, driver 
as a getaway driver. So clearly he is not too against criminal activities. Um, but Standard gets back from prison, big party. He finds out that there might be some sort of situationship between the neighbor and his wife. Uh, through, and he kind of seems like obviously a little like aggressive at first. How dare he be protective of his wife? Yeah. And then, and then we find that Standard is beat up in the parking garage because he has made some pals in prison who he owes money to and the, they're raising the rates on him. The only way he can get it back is through a bank holdup. And this is where the movie kind of takes a turn because the bank robber, or it's not, it's a pawn shop. Pawn shop. It's supposed to only be like 40K. Easy, nice little stick up. There's like, they have the whole thing. They have the girl who's like, I don't even know. I guess she was just part of it. I thought they might do like the distraction thing where you like send in. The they girl. just needed someone to shoot in the head. Yeah. For the movie. <laughs> right. But anyway, uh, she walks out with a million dollars, I think, in cash, uh, which you're like, Why? how does the pawn shop have that much money? And Standard gets walloped. And then that means shot and riddled with bullets. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And killed very uh-huh. violently. So he's just dead. And uh, there's a big car chase with a Chrysler 300 versus a Mustang. Mustang. Ford Mustang. What an American car chase that is. <laughs> like, I feel like Chrysler 300s are like, were they cool in 2011? I don't think they were ever cool. Yeah, like, the, that is not a cool car. Hey. Mustangs are always cool. Like, not cool people think that Chrysler 300s are cool. Aw. Sorry to anybody who liked Chrysler 300. Watch that. Just... Watch all, everybody who listens to this drive one of those, Ben. All two people. Yes. So one of them <laughs> is half of them. Well, that that was the last of our listener. We finally said the last thing that would alienate the last <laughs> listener. So uh, we might as well just call it a, call it a day now. <laughs> So, uh, this is, yeah, the standard dies, everything's going crazy. So, his name's Standard? Yeah, his name's Standard. Why? Like, Standard Oil, like, that's his name. Is that, like, his nickname? No, that's his, I mean, it could be, but, like... Is that, like... Remember the joke that she's, that he said, he said, he introduced himself to Irene, and he was like, uh, Hi, my the, name's Standard. Yes. And she said, where's, where's the, the deluxe, deluxe version? I mean, so it's that, kind of funny, but that's a dumb name. Well, yeah. It is a. I mean, I don't know. Isn't like, that the most awkward dinner party you could ever go to? You have you have three mute. You have two mute characters and a child with a criminal in the room. Well, a dude who just got out of prison. So you could just imagine it. Imagine this setting right now. The three of us around a table, and one of us is just doing all the talking. And then he goes, "Babe, babe, tell him about the time we met." <laughs> and then it's just that. That's your, oh, that's right. This that's dinner party dinner. with yeah. I would call it the two husbands and the wife. Because, like, it seemed like they were... I mean, obviously, it's kind of tongue-in-cheek. Like, he wasn't actually, like, married or even close to that level with her. But, like, it did seem like two people who, like, equally cared about her, but were, like... I mean, they didn't care about each other that much, I don't think, other than... Like, I feel like his protection of Standard was primarily because him being in trouble put Irene and Benicio at risk. Other than that, I don't know that he cared too much about him. It reminded me of Daddy's Home. The movie? Oh, it's uh, Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell, and like one of them's the stepdad, and they co-dad. <laughs> okay, team dad. Yeah. Yeah. Did one of them just get out of prison? Is that? Uh, yeah, I think Mark Wahlberg's character went to prison. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. I didn't actually watch the movie, but it's probably would be worth a watch at some point. Yeah, it's a, it's okay. I mean, you could <laughs> skip it if you want. 
<laughs> yeah. So they're like co-parenting and they're like sitting at the table together. Yeah. Just incredibly awkward interaction. You, you almost want to like him, but then there's like, he just kind of comes off weird. I feel like they both are like not necessarily, I mean, Driver is, he's literally me, but at the same time, he's like not exactly, he's a, he's, he's like perfect in terms of like, he's like the ideal man relationally. I don't even know. Are you, no, he's not. Maybe you think he is, but th- when they were just staring at each other's eyes for like 10 minutes, that was That's so cringy. Yeah, that was so awkward. Communication's like not that good. Uh, no, I mean, I don't know. I think they're communicating. That, they're just not. They're just not talking. I think that's true too. But like that was that's annoying and a pretentious. I think that just got me mad. You're just like you're, you're sitting there watching. You're just like, would one of you just say one word? Yes. So get, we could get this going, or give me subtitles of their thoughts. I'm bored. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What does this mean? I put in double speed hey, for hey. that. The thing about this movie is that it shows you that you don't need to write an elaborate script with snappy dialogue to make a good movie. You can make a good movie just showing shots of L.A. and cars and Ryan Gosling with a blank facial expression for like an hour and a half. And that's all you need. Like anybody's excuses for why they can't make a good movie are gone now. You just need the iconic line in there. Do you understand? After every sentence. Yeah. Do you understand? I like the only time he talks is when he threatens a random guy at a diner. It's just the funniest <laughs> thing ever. I will kick your teeth down your throat. <laughs> Until you swallow them. And I'll shut it for you. It's like, it's just like, okay. Didn't he say like, I, it was good to see you <laughs> after that? No, I don't remember. It was <laughs> he like said this, something like that, yeah. Dude starts talking to him. He's just enjoying his time wearing his denim jacket, drinking coffee. And then he just threatens this guy. I'm like, oh, Okay. I mean, they're obviously portraying him as a psychopath. I mean, yeah. I don't think I don't think so. Yeah, he I is. think they're portraying him as somebody who doesn't understand his emotions because he's a mo- he's an attached he's attached to Benicio and Irene. He is. Yeah, but he's a loner, so he doesn't. He like all of like he's. I think it's that it's talking more about isolation than anything because like this guy has not shared any real thoughts with anybody for like presumably his entire life. He's just yeah, but he doesn't seem like he had the urge. What it seemed like he was, you know, I don't know. He seemed like a psychopath to me. Let's spend some time on this because I think there's something here. I think there's an intentional reason why he's well. Obviously, there is that everything's intentional in movies, but like there, I I think the reason why he's like that is because my my take is he's just in his mind he wants to be this ideal like character like he never has any other personality other than like the cool stunt driver that's why he does all the things he does and he has this persona about him i also think that's like it might be linked to why he wears the mask the end, guys, yeah. yeah what the heck like why why is he wearing that thing when he's going to go kill nico so that uh, he's disguised right but he didn't need it everyone knew who he was that's true he's wearing the stupid scorpion jacket i think he was hurt. i think he was hurting and he didn't want anyone to see and it. then the scorpion jacket he quoted the scorpion and the frog yeah uh, the frog didn't make the to the other side or whatever i think that you understand isn't the parable like <laughs> there's a scorpion and a frog and like the scorpion tries to get the frog to go to the other side and he keeps saying no and he finally convinces him and then he like stings him halfway across the river or it's like something like that. It's like the basic single scorpion rundown of of. I think it might be an Aesop's fable. If you know those bad boys, <laughs> no. that's like the uh, the crow and the fox. I grew up like, without morals, so sorry. I, never got I guess this is what I got with homeschooling. I understand Aesop's fables. 
But I, I think he's supposed to be this giant. Uh, I think his whole persona is stuck on a on an action character. Yeah. So that's why I think he's a stunt driver. <laughs> yes. He does all these things. He doesn't emote. He's just this character. And that's why they play the song "Real Human Being" when he's with er- and Benicio oh. and Irene because being with them finally makes him a real human being where before he was just a character in a movie. Yeah, so I think he's coming out of the psychopath for sure. But I also think the mask thing was because he didn't want anyone to see his pain. All the stoners in the audience just lost their mind right now. We figured out this movie, I think. think 20 minutes in, we started out rough, but we got on the groove and we got it now. All right, we're done. Let's go home. That was fun. I don't have a home. Thanks for having me, guys. Every every movie is a puzzle to be solved, right? That's my biggest. Is that, that guy's iconic? Is that the movie vault's no, iconic saying? Oh, not. we should make a tagline. There's a puzzle to be solved. <laughs> Brought to you by the movie vault. We're clipping that. We're gonna put that in front of every. We need a soundboard with sound bites, and then we can play yes. that one. No, can I do that? Yeah, that would be. Epic. Can I get a board that's that has buttons? It's get. just all gonna be me going lightsaber battle. <laughs> Ooh, lightsaber battle. <laughs> no, actually, I want to get that. I'll spend money on that. I'll we'll spend figure out how to do it. Oh, yeah. it's easy. You, you, yeah. Um, we can ask your friend that we talked about. Yeah. But I, I'm not. I'm not kidding when I say this. I hated that mask. I wish it wasn't in the movie. Why? I hated it. It Why? looks kind of. It Maybe they couldn't right. afford Ryan Gosling for that many scenes, so it wasn't him. It wasn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd be convinced. Really? They call that. Uh, was it uncanny valley or whatever and something looks like so close to reality but there's something off about it it just drives your like mental process yeah insane yeah as you're trying to interpret what the heck you're looking at like i think it's a human it has all the aspects of a human but there's something off and like you could tell like his entire face is a rubber i hate that mask i wish it was gone because it's creepier because well, they'd they rather had a way cooler mask if they were going to go with the mask i think right? they're going with the creepy with the, the but why didn't you like it it's just creepy. It's because it's creepy. Okay. So they, not they, because they you wanted me. more Ryan. No. Well, okay. you want to see yourself. I know. I want to see more Ryan. He's like, this, is this a mirror or a movie? <laughs> and I'll, I'll end this Stop battle it. right now. Ryan Gosling is eons better than Ryan Reynolds. He is a better actor. He's better looking. He's a better personality. Hot take. Okay, I don't know about. That. I mean, they're like completely different in terms of their personality, but I prefer Ryan Gosling. I don't know if I agree with that. Reynolds is way funnier. Well, he's way funnier. Yes. That that's like. Have you ever watched The Nice Guys though? Ryan Gosling can be funny. I watched. Uh, what was the uh, guy? New guy. What's Free the, guy. Free guy. Free guy. Yeah, but that's not a representative movie. Of... I watched that in Deadpool. Nothing else. I don't watch movies, guys. Deadpool is is a movie. Wait. <laughs> yeah, it is a movie. But I don't think that I don't even know because they're in different genres of like they also okay they're listen, in oh, they're in all they're each in all genres right listen. so I think some would do better and the other one would do better in different genres. Here's here's Reynolds in every um, no here's Gosling in every movie. It's hey I'm Ryan, I've got no personality. I talk like this. Even in La La Land, he's like hey what's up? Wait, you watch La La Land. And then, and then here's 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 Reynolds. Man, that smells like unicorn farts. <laughs> I love this. And that's every character he plays. That so was you a have, free guy. Hey, it's uh, hey. My name's Ryan Gosling. It's uh, pretty cool. Do you understand? And then Reynolds says, "Wow, everything is colorful and shiny." I'm gonna say this weird exposition now. Did you get to watch the Adam Project or whatever it's called? Mm-mm. I wanted to watch that. That's the new one with uh, Adam, not Adam. What did I just say? The Deadpool guy. I just can't. Ryan remember. Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. I'm thinking of Adam <laughs> Reynolds for a second. <laughs> the Adam Project with Adam. Adam <laughs> no, I. I, th- I wanted to watch that because that was a more serious role for him. 
Um, and I'm not used to that. I've only really seen his funny roles. So maybe Ben's right. Maybe maybe of, Ryan Reynolds doesn't. All have of that. Ryan Gosling's roles, though. I mean, Jared's kind of right. Like he, like if you've ever seen Blade Runner 2049, yes. he's like exactly this character. Like exactly. Like there's no difference. He's literally me. He's also literally me in that movie. If so. you guys aren't aware of the meme, just look it up and you'll understand. Yeah, Sigma male. Sigmas represent. <laughs> like uh, Sigma male movies, American Psycho. Uh, Drive, Nightcrawler, um, what are the, some other big ones? It's not. I feel like Taxi Driver is not as like. I don't know why people throw that one in there, but uh, you know, those kind of movies. Fight Club, obviously, those are Sigma male movies. So not alpha male, not beta male, Sigma male. It's different. They don't need uh, appreciation from people. They they stay off the social hierarchy ladder and they just do their own thing, which yeah. puts them at the bottom. We, and and a lot of times it's <laughs> killing people in graphic fashion, according to these. You movies. can't be at the bottom, Zach, if you're not on it. Okay. Hey, I'm not on a ladder, but I know I'm not on a run. You can't be on the bottom if you're like not even in the same place as what you would consider the bottom to be. So well, it depends on your sea level. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so how there, there's a couple cool car chases, but with car chases come car crashes and with car crashes comes Hedman England agency to cover and save your tail, your rear end, uh, during an accident. So they're known for saving people money on auto home and business insurance. Call them at 614-486-7300. That's 614-486-7300. And if you call them, make sure you tell them that Ben and Zach and Jared sent you, and we'll send you... And Ryan Gosling. And Ryan Gosling. And we'll send you you cardboard cutouts of ourselves that are still on the table. So... uh, And one of Jared's, like... No, I'm not doing that. You just need to call them, too. Like, you don't... Yeah, you don't even have to, like, actually buy insurance. But you should. You should. But... We'll give you the cardboard cutouts regardless. If you buy two insurances, you get one of me. Yeah. Two insurances get you a Ryan Gosling cardboard cutout. If you buy three insurances, you get... I think they're probably insurance plans or something. We're probably not referring to them as the right No, they're quantitative. And if you buy three, you get two Jareds, one Ben, two Zachs, and then... Yeah, that's it. My spare pocket change. (laughs) I I can't promise that. He doesn't have enough money. Hmm. Although he was he was t- telling us that our uh, sound box is really really dirt cheap and that he could buy like ten of them. I'm not I'm not I'm not joking when I say this, and this is no way a, a flex. But my jacket that I'm wearing right now that, that was made in a sweatshop costs just as much as the audio system here, <laughs> which might tell you why we have so many errors on the movie vault because of sweatshops. We have a ragtag setup. Ragtag. We do, we do our best, but our best is probably not good enough. Yeah, I'm we sorry, make, We audience. make it work. We do make it work, though, because what really matters is the three of us right here, right now, talking, a little pep, mid-podcast pep talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can do this. All right, we're, we're back at it. Aww. You know who never needed a pep talk, though? Who? Ryan Gosling yeah. in this movie. He had a, he just cerebrally knew what to do. Because well, he wasn't on the social ladder. Like You don't need... Um, <laughs> You don't need like praise from people if you don't if you don't desire it. So, I know that's a really powerful thing. So <laughs> I, I also wanted to say while we're still on the Ryan thing, my one of my favorite two two favorite scenes from this entire movie. One is in like just the beginning where he's introduced as a stunt driver and he's putting on the mask and all like all that. 
before he puts on the mask, he's wearing just a, like a police officer uniform. Yes, it just does great. this low shot up from like the ground, and then just him walking with his aviators on. Like this is this is the most beautiful man alive. I thought he was a cop at the first that scene. I was like, this guy's I a cop. Wanted that's, to be a cop. That's why they did that shot because they wanted to trick you into thinking, oh man, during the night he's a getaway driver, and during the day he's a cop. But he's a man on the inside. He's a dirty cop. He really is just a dirty guy. Yeah, yeah. he's a dirtbag. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think. Then, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say my second scene is when uh, he's wearing uh, he's walking down the alley with that hammer and he's gonna meet the uh, not the Nico guy but the other dude who ran like a strip club or whatever. Uh-huh. And he, he's like carrying the hammer. He's got blood everywhere, and he's just walking walking with like no shame. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of like it's the same it's the same angle and everything of him as a police officer. He's just he's just wearing uh, another pair of aviators. And his bloodstained scorpion jacket and a hammer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So basically, after uh, so th- we've gotten to the elevator sequence in the in the things because he gets very upset after everything doesn't go to plan, and Irene and Benicio are potentially in danger because guess who? Shannon told told Nino that uh, that. Irene and Benicio were special to Driver and that was why he was doing this because otherwise he would have thought he was just doing it for the money which means he would have just gone after Driver so uh, of course Shannon completely messes everything up and we and you know Driver's pretty upset about this but he can handle it he's a big boy he can clean up blood people's messes and his own messes I guess technically Uh, but Nino is involved in this because he's the money was actually from the east coast mob being stored at the pawn shop nino didn't want it there he stole it which bernie is mad at him because he's like why would you do that we can't steal from within the family and well and nino's like well they're racist and he's like well that sucks but you can't do that but like and and he kills he murders this guy in front of him and says go clean up my mess like as an analogy he murders the guy as an analogy for like now you can clean up my mess now you're cleaning up after me i was like that is the uh that is one of the most i i just think it's so funny like this massive <laughs> this massive character who who ron perlman is playing this big personality in a movie is is crying about racism which is which is like motivating him to do all these like reckless things i i just i think it's so well it shows i think that at at the core that people are like things will affect people and they'll they'll lash out in different ways so because like he wants respect he's in the mob and he's not getting respect so it's not he's not necessarily crying about like if they were if they were like singling him out for some other reason he would be upset too but they're singling him out because he's jewish which he can't control so he's upset about it he's like this is stupid and i deserve the respect i like they're not giving me it and so he goes crimes. and so he goes out well i mean he's already committing crimes so that's <laughs> he's already de- it's a non-issue he's already broke bad um he doesn't have to go down that journey so i think it kind of makes sense uh although it does seem a little petty i like it and maybe a little bit irrational at the same time but uh these are criminals so they're not always the most rational people if they were organized criminals would never get caught but they get greedy and they get prideful I think I think I'm just gonna say something random. I think my favorite part was when the little kid was on the couch and he had that bullet, and Ryan Gosling comes up and he's like, 
hey, are you okay? And he's like, eh. And then he's like, you want a glass of water? I thought that was sweet. I know it's dumb. Like, it's stu- it's just stupid. But it's I, I thought it was sweet. Do you want something to drink? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I would say no to that, too. Like, don't ask me normally. But, um, yeah, it was good. It's all, he's all he knows how to do because it was offered to him. So he's like, ah, okay, this is a fun gesture. I'll, I'll, I'll put this in my pocket and save it for a time that needs it. Here, kid, that was just threatened handing a bullet. You, you want some water? <laughs> Do you understand? The kids like with lemon, please. <laughs> Coming right up. <laughs> so basically what happens after this is Nino gets whacked by a driver who follows him out of a party, which why he's having a party in his pizza shop, like while he has this guy in the lease, I have no idea. It seems pretty like dumb. Yeah. And he like, he gets him off the highway and then he like sideswipes him or like just directly hits him off of the cliff. And then he drowns him in the ocean. It's pretty intense. I, I just don't understand that either. Now that you mention it, it's like, hey, I got all my stripper babes with me. Hey, you want to go hang out at my, uh, my pizza shop? <laughs> yeah. It's just going to be us, like six <laughs> people. It'll be fun. It'll be a good time. We're not even going to turn on the lights. We'll give you a... <laughs> yeah, it doesn't... It doesn't yeah, it didn't really make sense. Like, he's got all of this stuff going on, and he's just thinking about, like, throwing a party. Like, I don't know. Why did why did uh, the driver walk up to the pizza shop with the mask on just to walk away? I think he wanted to make sure that he was there. Okay. His due diligence. Just, or he just wanted to get a good look at him. I don't know. <laughs> there, it could be anything, really. It, it's You know, the mask is almost believable because it looks like a dude's just, like, confused. He's got his mouth agape, just looking like a moron. Like, is this the right place? I could have swore this is left on Cherry Street. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This is not the pizza shop. Location reveal. Away. Also, I loved when he drowned him. The mob boss at the end. That was like one of my favorite things ever. I, just like not the morbidity of it, but just like it was cool to see him. <laughs> okay. Well, you have the lighthouse like flashing and he's just sitting, he's yeah. just standing there. Well, and then the he, cha- he like goes into the ocean. Like he's like, would rather go into the ocean than face driver. Like he's like already going. You can't kill me if I'm already dead. I thought that was so stupid too. But... I was like, why is he running, run that sideways? Maybe he's he running right into the water. Well, maybe he maybe, thought a dolphin would pick him up. Maybe he heard about the guy who got stomped out and was like, I don't want to die that way. I don't know. There was a better way to... Because, I don't know. He could have ran anywhere oh, else, but he goes in the talk about water. the girl whose head just got murked. Like, I'm pretty sure Nika was talking in, like, sonar, like, trying to get, it, like, Shamu to come up and, like, rescue him. <laughs> he's like, oh. I was so confused. Yeah, and it zoomed out. It was a good shot. Yeah. 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 It but cool. it's not... Strings are not all the way closed, unfortunately, even though... He has disposed of Nino. That's not good enough because Bernie is still out and he offers him a deal. He says, well, after he kills uh, Shannon by slitting him in the wrist and saying, it's not going to hurt at all. Oh, that was gross. That, I don't know, but it was gross. It was so gross. uh, What's like the artery runs up the way? Uh, Down the road, not across the street. I feel like that would hurt. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I did, does he cut a nerve? Is that why he said? I don't know. I didn't. Like, I, no, I don't remember. Like you have this massive. Listen, it, well, the doctor's out, listening right? to this. Please correct me, but you have this massive artery going up and down your wrist. So, like, if you uh, if you cut that thing, you're done. Like that's just yeah. been that's a that's a fact. Yeah, that's a that's a common way to kill. But I I don't know I don't know if it, it would kill pain. It yeah. was probably the most graphic death. I would say because you could see like the muscle. And I don't know. Head. I hate that stuff. Like I hate the slow like little, and then you could just see the cut. I'm like, oh, because well, you could barely the stomp just out. Shoot they him in the head. Show. I feel no. I feel like the shot in the head when her brains exploded. Okay, that was probably the worst. Yeah, that was beautiful because no, it was in like slow motion and it just like 
yeah that's yeah. cinematography right there the blood and guts flying everywhere yeah i just that, like <laughs> i think that's ruffin's biggest strong it's a weird strong point to have but i've never seen somebody who's so good at gore in movies and makes it look so like picturesque while it's happening i just like the crazy look on his face on the driver's face when he picks up the shotgun and shoots the guy and he's like covered in all this just blood he, he looks like a different person in that scene i just yeah. didn't understand i was like wait okay well, he, he like has he more it. than just a blank expression on his face. Yeah. Maybe he was almost smiling. Yeah. And then they play real human being after he kills people. <laughs> That's no, no, he, he was he was almost smiling with the blood all over his face in the hotel room. Did you see that? He like looks after he shot him. There's blood all over his face, and he's like. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Is that like, is that scene I'm talking about where I was like he was like happy about it. I just think he looked deranged. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, you could say he's deranged, but he, I mean, he's not really. Although, really, he, he just is. killed a bunch I mean, of people. That like he kills people, and you like understand why he's killing them. But he's well, I, actually, the person in the elevator he didn't really have to kill. Like, no, I think you had to kill that dude first. No, the, yeah. I mean, he had to elevator. kill the guy with the shotgun. He was going to shoot him. That's the elevator. The, well, stand your ground well he defense. saw. No, he saw that that guy had a gun and was going to shoot him. So yeah. Plus, he knew where you lived and your girl. That's a good point. He threatened okay. his girl, man. Yeah, I would have killed him. No, I wouldn't have. I can't say that. <laughs> I would have kissed him and then killed him. <laughs> he would have been so, to Ryan Gosling. He would have been so confused. <laughs> He'd been I'm like, here to whack you, but that was delightful. <laughs> hey, is that your boot? <laughs> That would have taken him off guard. I, I this is escalating. <laughs> He's like, this is going too fast. Stop. You're already stomping on my head. We're already at stage three. Yeah. This is fourth base. <laughs> Foot to face. <laughs> the girl just leaves because she's uncomfortable. She's like, like, I don't think this is where I foresaw this going. She's like, I left my husband for you. Are you joking? Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I found out, uh, not to change it entirely, but a lot of Brian Cranston's lines were improv because they had like 81 pages of the script. So they didn't have enough lines for Cranston. Um, so they just had him improv stuff to make the driver seem more, you know, quiet and believable. So yeah. like the scene where they're walking through the garage and he's showing off all the cars in the opening, he's just like, yeah, here's all this stuff. Are you smoker? No, of course you're not. Good. It's better off that way. Like, oh, that's not written. But like he had to like answer for him because he wasn't going to answer himself. Yeah. Yeah. Like any, he, he's just, I, he, the thing is, it's so hard to not see Walter White when you see Brian Cranston. Like, I know it was like a little bit different character, but like a lot of the mannerisms, they tried, they gave him a, a limp so that he wouldn't like look like, but like. A lot of the mannerisms and stuff are like very similar. He's just not. He just doesn't get that deranged Walter White. Like I'm gonna cook blue meth. I love it so much. So, kind of thing. So for the millennials in the audience, I apologize. The the other two in this room with me are Gen Z. They don't yes. know Malcolm in the Middle. Yes, we do. Or I do. I don't. But yeah. he is in nineties sitcom. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen. And it. he was right. wasn't he like kind of goofy in that? He was. He was the stereotypical stupid dad that just he's he's the. Uh, He's the old curmudgeon, and mom's always right, and yeah. Yeah, the whole, it's like Jerry from Rick Backyard barbecue kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Backyard BBQ, that's yeah. what I like to see. Yeah. Yeah, but he, he he was that, which is why it was probably a little shocking when he became Walter White, because it's like, wow, that guy can do this. Jesse, we need to cook. <laughs> Jesse, you don't understand. Jesse! I am the danger. That. I love it when he that yells line. at her. <laughs> not like in general that's weird but Go like on. in that one in that scene anyway that's breaking bad though do you like the domestic abuse situations Zach? no uh, no i like the plot 
That it, and if that's part use. of the plot, then sure. But no, not in general. I don't know. This movie list you sent me before the show, it's all it's all movies that have domestic abuse in it. So. No, I'll say, this is what I'll say. I told Ben, I watched about a half hour, and then I was on the phone with Ben, and I said, this movie's kind of boring so far. Like, it's literally just a love me, story. I was 28 minutes in, and I knew exactly where he was. I was like, Zach, it's going to pick up. Don't worry. Yeah, and it did pick up, because, like, then he stomped that, or they got shot in the head, and I was like, oh, it's okay. That's cool. But uh, yeah. I think the gore helped with, you know, with the boringness. <laughs> So, I think it did. A little bit of gore to wet your tongue. I'm not going to lie, because it made the plot, like, it made the stakes a little bit higher instead of, like, will they, won't they, you know? it's just Yeah, kinda... that's true. You add a lot of, like, yeah. life or death. And the when life. Oscar Isaac got shot, that was surprising. I was like, woof, man. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I feel like you don't really expect that. Yeah. I, I love so, Oscar Isaac. And Bernie and him, they make a deal. They meet up. He gives them the money. And then Bernie stabs him in the stomach. But then he lives. Yeah, and then he he kills Bernie because yeah, but he gets stabbed he, in the stomach too. He gets stabbed in the stomach, but he's like fine, and he just drives away. And then the whole thing is that like he can't see Irene because he's gonna be looking over his shoulder his whole life. But I don't understand this point. Why is he looking over his shoulder? Like I know maybe he can't live in L.A. or be around Benicio and Irene, but like the, is the mob that big that like he's in South Dakota and the mob is like hunting him down? Maybe they'll just track him. That's true. They probably have somebody who can track. But he doesn't seem... He seems like somebody who could, like, disappear. You don't even know his name. Well, I don't think that... I think it would be like they just send one guy to follow him. Yeah. It wouldn't be like they have guys everywhere. Well, yeah, I know, but... Well, once he kills that guy... I mean, I think once you whack the mob boss, you're good. Well, there's bigger mob bosses to worry about. Nah. Always. There's always. I don't imagine, like, this dude was on a conference call and being like, hey, man, there's just drivers going around. He's, like, kissing girls and killing elevator guys. Like, just watch out for him. Here's his description. I don't think he... That, I just don't see that happening. Well, that's what happened. The beat report for the mob is, like, they got, like, or, you know, they have their the mob's most wanted top ten. They have a WhatsApp uh, group me. Oh. <laughs> WhatsApp? <laughs> well, because they're, they're, they're world, global organizations, so they yeah. got to be the WhatsApp. And iMessage wasn't as popular back then. <laughs> it's true. I don't even think they had iPhones. <laughs> they they did. Ew. No, but okay. They, they didn't they they use them in the movie, though. Yeah. They definitely had iPhones. Even, the movie was set in, like, 2009 because that, oh my goodness. that Chevy Impala looked The Dark Ages. No, I'm just kidding. The Impala could have been 2011, too. I think that, yeah, I think it's a little bit later because the, the Mustang GT was a little bit of a newer model. That's true. It was set in real time. Oh, yeah. Although, I, I, the one video that I didn't actually finish that you sent, we mentioned, like, the, the 80s-inspired, like, synth wave. Oh. It was interesting because I think most yes. of it was actually, like, 2000, like, music of the era, but it was, like, retro music, like... The- throwbacks kind of stylings to the 80s yeah like it could fit both categories of like new or old i i i'm a sucker for synthwave anything like that just put it up a whole point in my review like i just love i love everything synthwave yeah um uh, what's your favorite synthwave band uh i don't know the band but there's a song that i i'm obsessed with it's called night riders yeah, I, I can find it right now while we're chatting, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's on my, my, my official Spotify playlist. Uh, official. Link in bio. Yeah. <laughs> at, your own, at your own demise. And subscribe down below for more content uh, on YouTube. And follow us on Instagram at the Movie Vault Pod. And email us at, at the Gmail. Movie Vault Pod at gmail.com. <laughs> at AOL.com. <laughs> AOL. And text us at. <laughs> no. Fury, I'm doxing Zach. Fury Weekend is the uh, Fury Weekend. Yeah. See, this is not a, 
a, a hole of music or rabbit hole of music that I've gone down. Throw throw an overlay of that just just in the as we're talking here, and everyone get their uh, like endorphin levels up. Sounds like a laser tag. <laughs> My mind goes to like you're on a robotic dragon about to enter the realm of uh, darkness. <laughs> darkness. You're about to enter the internet and fight all the viruses. <laughs> what is this, Wreck-It Ralph? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, this reminds me of Tron. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, we've reviewed Tron. Go watch that episode. Which means it reminds me or of listen. Daft Punk, too, because they did the whole soundtrack. for the. Uh, well, wait, that's the second Tron. The newer one. The original Tron, Daft Punk wasn't even a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, Punk's that's grandpa. what grandpa. <laughs> they made a whole album for that the new Tron Legacy, and it was just, oh. I remember being, like, what? How old was I? 14? And just listening to everything. Oh, my goodness. That was, like, 30 years ago? Yeah. My favorite Daft Punk song is Around the World. Mine is Around Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. Around that's Kanye. Kanye. No, work <laughs> it, make it, do that it, one. makes it harder. Makes me mad. What? It's, a good, it's actually not. Riding on the coattails of. Death. I love that Kanye song. Come on. It's not. That's like that's what somebody who's not a real Kanye fan would. <laughs> well, it's because it's like his number one song <laughs> out <true>. there. <laughs> that, like the, every song on that album, almost besides like there's a couple of songs that are not that good on that album, but. Uh, every other song I would say is better than stronger. Say psych right now. I I wouldn't say psych right now. I mean, hard, work harder, better, faster, stronger is a really good song though. I'll say. Yeah, I don't know. Daft Punk's cool, but I da- don't know any of the songs. Daft Punk is living at my house by LCD Sound System is also a good song, <laughs> where it's just this guy singing about how Daft Punk is playing. I think Daft Daft Punk is playing at my house. He's like <laughs> singing about having a house party that Daft Punk is like, and it was actually a fairly popular song. <laughs> LCD sound system, yeah. We, we were talking with Ben before the show, and he has, he has the best takes on music. So, uh, well, it's because I listen to better music than everyone else. He, they, he's he's very like, cultured. They can't really understand why it's good music, like Jack and and Jared, because they just they haven't listened to enough for long enough. I'm just kidding. He's he's the Obviously. music equivalent of a Jeep person. I'm you like, would understand. I want like the Mozart of no, listen- I want one. I'm the Mozart of listening to music. Like, I can listen to music better than other people. Was it Mozart deaf? I'm thinking of Bach. All right, Beethoven. That's Beethoven. Okay, I, I think we should give overalls, though, because <clears throat> I, I said some bad things about this movie, but I do want to say that I actually really like this movie. I, on. Here's my take first. Yeah. My take's just going to be positive. Okay. So, I think this movie's great. It was entertaining. I didn't, there wasn't a part of it where I was like, this is, this is lame. I hate this. But that's just me. I think what really sold this for me is the, uh, what? <laughs> Zach is still, are, go is ahead. It, is it the deaf thing? No, I'm laughing at a text I got. <laughs> <laughs> the what? Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, get off your phone. Yeah. Uh, Jared's talking and he's like, oh my gosh, that's the funniest meme I've ever seen ever. Like, Check this out. Let's stop the show. Look, it's a cat. <laughs> he's hanging in there. Um, cat memes are overrated. Sorry. No offense. Uh, sorry, cat people. Offense. I will. I'm willing to offend cat people. I am. Too. Although I do like. He has cats. a cat. Gloves. But like, he calls them socks. I what? like cats more than gloves. Or cats more than gloves. I like cats more than dogs. <laughs> but that's kind of a hot take. Wait, you do? But you don't yeah. like cats. But I was like making fun of cat people, despite the fact that I like cats. Let's just make this ending set like. He is you. a cat person. Are you are? No, I he mean, seems like it. I am. I don't have any pets. Let's just make so the end of the really show an animal person. of us giving a review and then cutting off and then moving to the next person. Let's just, all right, so I did Zach. Uh, Stan Hope, go ahead. So my review of this movie is 
uh, originally when I first watched it, w- way before I watched a lot of other movies, this was probably earlier on in my movie watching career. I was uh, probably on my Led Zeppelin phase if we were going through my music. Great. Zach, your take? Um, yeah, it was good. No, so anyway, Jared. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I can't keep this up. So my overall, like, I, the, the thing I enjoyed most was the, the cinematography. I can't yeah. believe I just said that word perfectly. I really struggle with that word. Cinematography. 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 Um, shout out to Nemo. Uh, yeah, I, I just the visuals. Um, I don't need like really crazy narratives. I just I want to enjoy what I'm looking at. Well, last time you're on, he was actually our last person we had on. Yeah, first first guest <laughs> on two times in a row, I believe. They but killed the ever. last guy. We yeah, he's buried out back. Yeah, well, actually, this is Ryan Gosling. You forgot. Yeah, they're twins. Yeah, Jared and switched Ryan. at birth. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it's like that one movie. I crap. I'm it's called watch. Switched at Birth. No, what's the one where the where the girls <laughs> it's growing called up? Parent Trap. It's the it's the one where the girls growing underground. And there's another girl who's above ground. She, oh, she got lost in a carnival on the. Is beach. that the prince? The it's the Parent by, Trap. Uh, the dude from uh, Keen Peel. Oh, Jordan Peel. Yeah, uh, us. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You watched that uh, with our, so some I'm the people. underground Ryan Gosling. The above ground Ryan Gosling is getting all the fame in Hollywood right now. So uh, I, I gotta hunt him down and like kill him and then join a human like, uh, what do they call that? Like a monkey bridge where you link arms and you. Yeah, I, that ending made no sense to me. Well, yeah. I, I haven't watched this movie, so I have no idea what they're talking okay. about. Well, now that karma, because he always talks about movies. That's true. Yeah, there's always it annoys me so much because I'm supposed to be the person who knows everything about movies, and then ben, there's movies that I haven't watched. Ben, you don't have to live up to that. You can be who you want to be, Ben. I know I should watch the movies I want to watch. Yeah, although just, I do want to watch us. Don't but. let other people determine what you do, Ben. Oh, right, you watch the right. movies you want to watch. Don't let right. anybody else listen. You're or, right. I'll listen to Swans if I want to. No, don't do that. <laughs> swans for the for the homeschoolers out there is a band <laughs> where you take metal uh, cookware and throw it down stairs. <laughs> And they and record put it, it in a blender. Yeah, and they record it. Yeah, and they put it on. And Spotify. there's like a, a guy yelling in behind the noise. Well, Swans is not sponsoring us. Glowing <laughs> review. <laughs> that is actually a pretty glowing review. I would say fans of Swans would agree with that and would say that's why they like the band. The lead, the lead singer, the lead racketeer, whatever you call that, Michael Jira. He's gonna be like, you know, that's a pretty honest take. I like that. Thanks, Jared. Thank you, Jared. Send it to Swans right now. Send it to their Gmail. Okay. Swans, Swans at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Goes right to it. Dear his Swans, Jared says your music is loud He's and like, clanky. And Who's clanky. this Jared guy? Get out of here. And you'd be like, signed underground Ryan Gosling. <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, I'm going to take this review more seriously now. Yeah. I think. Sorry, I always either when we're talking about something serious, I say something funny or something funny, something serious. I think this movie was actually pretty good. I think it was an eight out of ten. Actually, I give it a nine out of ten. Nine, okay. Originally, I gave it a ten out of ten, but then I watched a few more movies. Was like, it's not perfect. Like, there's a little bit. Like, yes, you're right. The visuals are absolutely the most important thing about this movie, and the narrative is simple enough and it works. But I feel like if you're gonna be a ten out of ten movie, you gotta just have that extra, you know, bit of oomph yeah. of narrative. But for some people, Which is why I would they had put it. Blade like for Runner Jared. as a 10 out Oh, 10 out of 10. Blade Runner 2049. Oh, my goodness. If yeah. you haven't seen it, go watch it. Don't even watch the yeah. first one. With like, Ryan Gosling. It's oh three hours of goodness. stunning visuals, good storytelling. Everything Jared Leto being so an absolute crazy is person. Is that our next review? 
Let's, right, just, let's, do, let's just do all the well, we have to do Blade Runner, the original one okay. first. Well, I haven't seen that, so it's perfect. Yeah. So it was all well, you, saw the, you saw the 20,000th or 2049th, but not the first one? Yeah. Okay. Not, not the Which even the original Blade version. Runner is confusing because there's like a thousand cuts of it. They're like, the original theatrical cut is like apparently not that good. So you have to watch the final cut, which Ridley Scott got to have all the power of editing and put it together into what it was actually supposed to be. Anyway. Zach, why is yours an eight? Mine's an eight, but why is yours an eight? Oh, yours is it? He put it higher than you. Yeah, yeah. I oh. like this movie. The mask was too spooky for me. Oh, so I brought it down a little bit. I was like, oh, you're scared of stuff, aren't you? I'm it's spooky okay. Spooky masks. Okay. Anyway, um, Don't yeah, I keep that. I'm writing that down. I think I gave it an eight because I actually like. It was probably a five at the beginning for the first 28 minutes, but once minute 29 happened, it was pretty good. It was like, I think the gore added about four points. When he, when he punched the girl to, and then I the minus was um, just there wasn't a lot of talking but I get it like it's that part was of the like movie kind of what the movie was supposed to I know be, it's though. supposed like, it's to like, be that but you know I don't know it's just not I don't like that style I guess it's like a perfect combination of action movie and art house movie that's the thing it's yeah like, it's not an art house movie fully I don't feel like because I mean it borrows a lot of like the way it films and the way it like looks at people from art house but i feel like it's way too like uh action driven to actually be an art house movie like art house movies are actually boring like they don't have action Agreed. sequences in them but they're really good but they're boring if you know what i mean my hot take on i think the whole like he's literally me meme i think the reason why those movies are so popular is because the the main character is mute like they don't just they don't talk at all or very minimal. Opinion. I don't know. Nightcrawler, Jake Gyllenhaal talks a lot. Okay. I haven't seen that. See, they don't all... Well, and uh, American Psycho. They, they figured this out in gaming, why like the most popular games have the, the lead protagonist as just a silent character, like Halo and Zelda and yeah. like all that. It's because you can personify your personality over their character that's, easier that, if they were sense. more of a quieter person than if they had a personality that's glowing. Because you add all of their thoughts to them. Yeah. Like, you, like you know what he's thinking because... You're thinking for him. Yeah, he's literally you. Yeah. And if you're literally. a lady out there, he's literally you. <laughs> is there like any girls? Just like honestly? Yes. They're is, all women. It's Ben it, and me. Oh, Think about it. 52% of the listeners, 48% male. That's actually true. Sweet. Shout out to all the ladies out there. DM we just lost 2% on Instagram. Uh, Zach and I, minus uh, Ben, are single. We are bachelors. We are bows. So, um, and Zach is very actively looking for a woman. Dude, Every I day. put an ad on Craigslist and flyers. He puts on cool aviators and a cop uniform, hangs out by the donut shop. An axe body list. spray. <laughs> yeah, tons of axe. Like, I'm drowning right uh, now. Dude, like, I can barely breathe. That yeah. lady like, magnet. I put it in my cereal <laughs> for my breath. Have you ever had, like, have you ever tasted, like, cologne? It does not taste as good as it smells. Why would you cologne? taste it, though? Why when you're you? putting it on yeah. and you, like, breathe. Like, I've never out, used Axe. And that, That's well, how I freshen my breath. I'm just talking about cologne in general. Like. Oh, it's like a tiny spray, though. No. Not if you're I in do middle a, school. Yeah. You need a little PTA. Parent-teacher association? No. Pits, tits, and bottom... You always surprise me. <laughs> I'm gonna like show up like at this next meeting, like in like a teenage mutant ninja turtles outfit, and then we'll like review something unrelated. 
Like, that would like be Shutter sh- Island. Like Shutter Island. <laughs> oh, that's a good movie. I haven't seen it. It's good. It's good. Yeah. I will I will say it's good. It's not my favorite Scorsese movie, but it's good. But uh Stan Hope, why is yours a nine? Um because I like it, okay? At the end of the day. <laughs> you don't need to justify okay. it. Okay. No, the thing is I rated it a nine. I like I said, I rated it a ten. Without even watching it again, I actually moved it down to a nine because I think like sometimes I think about movies more in post and then like my ratings sort of morph over time. I would consider moving this to an eight, but like I feel like I need a really good reason to. Like once something's like at where it's at in my head, I'm like, why am I just moving it to an eight because like it fits in with more what everyone else thinks? Are you more of a right right when you watch it? That's your. I mean, I have that initial impression, but it definitely can change. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, it's the more like, you think about it, the more it'll change, yeah. though. I'm, yeah. the, I'm the same. I think I think we're all saying the same thing. Is You could see it, you need time to process it, and then it kind of Because some of movies move up for me. Like, yeah. I watch them, and I'm like, that was like an 8, and then move up to a 9. Or Does like, it take a rewatch or just more thinking? No, it's more thinking. You'll like, just be or, like, or it's the way it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. Like, like, some movies just live in, like, they're in my mind. Like, and I just think about them a lot. And then I realized, like, right. oh, I really like that movie. It's like, like you'll, you'll be commuting to work where the gamer's out there. You'll be commuting to the convenience store to get your gamer fuel. That's why it's Mountain Dew. Um, Mountain Dew. But uh, if if you're just commuting it's to like work and you're like, oh, there's that one scene. Like, I think about, it's such a trash movie. Sorry. I, I think we were talking about it's like, your favorite movie. But uh, I, I think it was in, like, the one of the new trilogies of Star Wars where she just hyperdrives through it's the entire... It's not my favorite movie, by the way. She, yes. She hyperdrives through the entire, like, Empire, Empire fleet by one with one ship with one person. Uh-huh. And they're, like, losing casualties left and right. And they're like, hey, I have a bright idea. At the end of this, once we're at our most dire situation, let's just hyperdrive through them. And it, like, breaks the entire physics of, like, light space travel and... Which was... Uh, it defined physics. Let's, yeah, apparently. yeah, right, right. So, but I think about that scene all the time because of how epic they shot it. And it was, like, really cool. It was, like, forget... It just ruins all the lore. It was such a dumb thing they did. Like, you would start... Oh, hey, there's this evil empire that's, cu- that's killing... Oh, hey, we still have Alderaan. Why don't we just take our massive ship and fly it straight through the Death Star? No, I, no, no. We'll wait later <laughs> until that happens before we decide to do that i know i thought about that because i was like that was a very beautiful shot but i hate i hated the moment yeah yeah it made no sense it was stupid but i remember the shot all the time because i'm like that was awesome and because the they wasted time on that character that was in (laughs) 10 minutes of the movie laura dern play that character yeah but yes but she the thing is she was a pointless character if you like absolutely pointless i mean there's a lot of pointless characters in episode eight but that doesn't mean it wasn't a cool movie like all of them besides ray oh my goodness finn i hate finn i want him to die whoa there's a lot of malice going on right now i don't like a movie an example of a movie that i rated a little bit lower and then i thought about it and i raised it higher as blue velvet like i watched that movie and it was like a weird movie it's like super bizarre um and and then like i thought about it and i was thinking about like some of the things it was like saying and like what david lynch was trying to get at and i was like man that's kind of there's kind of a lot there i like like that movie a little bit more so and some movies i feel like you think that there's more than there is and then you're okay, it's kind of disappointing when you rise that was actually not that complicated like like donnie darko for example i'm just kidding no, i mean that's still my favorite movie but like it's maybe a little bit less complicated than it lets on to when you first watch it but i like it for the vibes and the soundtrack and the characters so in the world it builds world building such an important it is. I mean, you can't just like throw a plot out there and be like, "All right, here's some characters." Like, you gotta, you gotta make a setting so it's believable, which I think 
you guys you guys see the new dune no okay oh great i'm the only one this is rare so i i, I saw it and the entire movie is world building and yeah. you're, you're waiting isn't there like a part two you're be- yeah there have there has to be you're begging for you're begging for someone just to sneeze so there's something going on <laughs> Like, so the, they, but it's a beautiful world. Like I'm, I'm convinced I'm by, I understand everything going on. There's just nothing to it yet until like maybe like it's a two and a half hour movie. And I think in the last 15 minutes, there's stuff going on finally. So yeah. they set up the second movie pretty dang good, but everything going on the, the, like you're just falling asleep in your seat. You're sitting there in, in the movie theater with your recliner chair. Oh, you're at the reclining one. Oh yeah. Directed by. None other than the same guy who directed Blade Runner twenty forty nine. It's true. Denis Villeneuve, I think I'm pronouncing his name. Too right. tight. One of the best directors, probably the best director currently working, I would say. Enemy, Prisoners, Arrival, name a better trio of films, and Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I can't think of a better quadrant of movies than that. All of them are four and a half or higher. Chef's kiss. <laughs> And two of them have Jake Gyllenhaal, which really helps a lot. Is that your favorite? Yeah, actor. I fanboy. I nerd over Jake Gyllenhaal. The first movie I think I've seen him from memory. No, was he in Day After Tomorrow? Wh- who was that? Wait, Day After was that Tom Cruise? No, I'm thinking of Live Die Repeat. Who's uh, Day After Tomorrow was the one where it's like the everything's freezing. I've have so no. Go, I literally they go never into heard a of library this movie. And they're safe. And they debate over burning the Bible. That's the only thing I remember. That's Dennis Quaid. Okay, never mind. No, it does have Jake Gyllenhaal. In it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not crazy. No, you're not. I'm not crazy. Um. So my favorite, uh, the first, other than that one, which introduced me to him, I was like, okay, he's he's a handsome man. Was uh, Jarhead. Jarhead. That's another one I haven't seen. But what? I've, I've I think that's it. like his best one. That and uh, Last Watch. Uh, that's end of watch you mean end of watch yeah okay i have end of watch on dvd but i haven't watched it yet because i don't know how to watch it like i don't really have a dvd access to a dvd dvd player. players are in the museums now yeah i'll, I'll ruin the plot to end of watch he uh his dad ah! him, his dad ah! a time piece and, it, ever, and it breaks and he's like oh, that's the end of my watch have you ever, <laughs> have you ever that was such brothers? a dad joke i watched Dude. brothers not too long ago so brothers is about as toby mcguire and jake gyllenhaal and Natalie Portman. Why have I not seen this? And anything with Toby McGuire. And, uh, and it involves anyway. It involves. It's kind of like Drive, where there's like a triangle, but like two of the people involved are brothers, so it's a lot weirder. And one of them's literally <laughs> Spider-Man, so he better get the girl. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Toby McGuire actually shows that he might be able to act in that movie. Oh like, yeah, I was afraid. Like other than Say Spider-Man. Spider-Man, I mean Spider-Man's he's perfect for Spider-Man. Have you seen Spider-Man three? I have not seen Spider-Man 3. That's a I've seen 2 and 1. He's literally got emo hair in that, and he, he knows how to dance. I know, I've seen the That's movie. not his fault. That was a rushed production type of thing. Sony had lots of expectations to set up for different things. I don't blame that on Toby, okay? It's a beautiful so why, movie. So why did the other things not get set up? Because it was so well, bad. They yeah. bombed so hard. They, and Sam Raimi left. They were going to do a Spider-Man 4, but Sam Raimi didn't want to do one. What? Yeah. Uh, and but, so then they did the amazing So he quit doing superhero movies until this year. With... Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Which is our next review. Wait, he's yeah. in Doctor Strange? No, no Sam, Sam Raimi's directing oh, it. Okay. okay. What do you mean, oh? He, he did, he I don't, did, I don't Raimi, think you'll like it. I don't care about <clears throat> Raimi, dude. I Evil care about Dead, Evil Dead 2. Yeah, I don't think you'll like it because they say it's just all horror movie. So. Oh, I don't mind horror. What? Oh, he did, I don't like uh, spooky masks. There's a difference. I don't think there will be any spooky masks. What was okay, the I'll other one it. he did? Nightmare on Elm Street? 
No. No, yes. that was no. no, that was Wes Craven. That was Sorry. before his time. Never mind. I, there's another famous uh, horror movie I think that he did. Anyway, all that to say, I think our time here has come to an end. But Doctor Strange is next week. We have, or I think we're gonna have a very cool and interesting guest. A little bit cooler than Jared, probably. Whoa. I'm just kidding. I believe it. <laughs> Not as cool as Ryan Gosling, though. Um, I think he is. <laughs> That they're both cool. They're both cool. I, they're both cool guests, okay. I'm the, and, I'm the nice one. <laughs> and uh, we'll get to see whether Marvel still has uh, coal left in the train or whether yeah. they've refueled enough. I did say it's... they still the, got money, that's for sure. They yeah, still that, got money. I said this is the one that will determine it for me if I'm going to move forward or not with it. With Man. continuing to watch Marvel movies? Mm-hmm. I've wow. checked out a long time ago. It's I know. One. Disney Plus has turned me off I haven't bit. checked off of the movies i've checked out of the the tv shows though i mean theoretically i haven't but i've only watched two of the five or whatever in two sentences the shows are good but the finales just drop it every time they drop the ball in the in the last episode other than loki i don't yeah you're right but they they try to set up too much that's all i'll say but yeah yeah because we always get into talking about marvel i don't want to do that okay yeah. Lightsaber well, battle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Obi Wan trailer came out today. That looks good. Ugh. Another Star Wars TV show that I also don't. Man, I'll try to watch Obi Wan. Yeah, Obi Wan is the one show you should watch. If the opening line is not "Hello there," I don't want it. <laughs> That's it. Ewan McGregor. Come on, he's literally watching over the baby Luke. Like it's a cool storyline. Hey, baby Luke. Well, they're they're gonna break other lore. Beloved Star Wars Lord. First, we had Baby Yoda. No, that's, Yoda. What, ha- that's what they said. Then we had Baby movies. Luke. Although, I will say for Star Wars, the TV shows have actually saved Disney's. As much as I like the Disney trilogy, because I'm a contrarian. Um, what? Is, are we... Ignore me. I'm totally, You're a contrarian. I'm a contrarian, because I, I have claimed to like the Disney ones, and people... I'm sort of getting Stockholm Syndrome, because I feel like I'm held hostage by people who don't like them and i don't know what to believe but the the mandalorian is undoubtedly saving star wars's butt mm-hmm. because not boba fett but yeah yeah because it's it took something like a western star wars has always sort of been a space western and it like fully embraced that completely ripped off uh what's what's the italian director um, Mamma Mia? No. You know the guy who did The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Completely rips him off. Oh, uh, Spaghetti Western. What's his name? That was it. You got it. We're not ending the podcast until we figure out this guy's name. <laughs> That's one of the best soundtracks ever. It really is. 100%. I want to say Guillermo del Toro. Sergio Leone. Sergio Leone. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah, that, the good, the bad, and the ugly soundtrack is like, oh, it's, I mean that movie is like kind of boring, but it's also pretty. It's a good movie. If but. you guys want to have a good time, I don't. Look Watch up, the movie uh, Good Time with Robert Pattinson. Yeah, it's our first episode. <laughs> just <laughs> just go on YouTube, go on Spotify, go wherever you find your 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 music, and just type in "Ecstasy of Gold" and just listen to the entire song. And Ecstasy like, of Gold. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the that's what we're doing though. <laughs> Uh, or watch the episode of Veggie Tales where they're in the Wild West. Is that uh, <laughs> is that uh, is that the the wait? I don't. Cal- Little Joe. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. No, oh, that is. Jo- I was trying to remember it's the name. A Veggie Tales version of the story of Joseph. So in the in the Wild <laughs> West, and uh, instead of being in slavery, they're in jail. What vegetable? No, wait, were? they're not in slavery. That's that's Prince of Egypt. I thought he's just putting in a pit. They're they're just thrown in jail. Yeah, I lied. What vegetable were the or the uh, Egyptians? Were they? I can't remember. I can't remember, asparagus? to be honest. I bet it's asparagus. No. Everyone freaking hates asparagus. No, actually, you know, that pickle, uh, Mr. Nezer, he was like the mayor, I'm pretty sure. He was like, he was like Pharaoh. Mr. Nezer? Like King Nebuchadnezzar? Yeah. Well, that's how he got his name. I know, but I love that they named it that. It's so yeah. funny. Or pa- Paw Grape. Hey, I know a lot about Veggie Tales. Me too, yeah. It's actually kind of holds up, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's so accurate. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of pop culture references that are like funny if you watch the show now. Mm. I mean, yeah, it's 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 something else. That's all I gotta say. I checked out of Veggie Tales when I was in diapers. So, well, I'm still in diapers. Stop watching so. it yesterday. <laughs> That's the punchline. All right, we're gonna ask Mister Nazar to <laughs> close the. Ball. Why does that sound? Does it sound appropriate? I don't know why. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Nezer doesn't sound appropriate. All right, <laughs> Mr. Nezer. Right, close the vault. No. Uh, Star Wars lightsaber guy, do you want to close the vault? Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs>